Welcome to How Curious from KGOU, exploring legends, tall tales, oddities and conundrums from around the state of Oklahoma. I'm Rachel Hopkins, and in this episode we have a very odd conundrum indeed. Just one hand right through there. Kendall's may help you. Sure, go ahead, sweetie. Kendall's restaurant has been a fixture of downtown Noble since the mid-1980s, and for most of that time, Kim Locke and Dee Downer have been co-owners. It's well known for its comfort food menu, including massive chicken fried steaks and cinnamon rolls which accompany every meal. When I visited, Kim took me on a tour of the place. This is what we call the kids' room, because we used to have a toy area back here. We don't anymore since COVID, but that's what we call it. When we first began to really discover that we had something here. We had an area over here that had toys and you would come in in the morning and the toys would be all over the floor. And so I just thought that the staff was not, because we're supposed to take them back, run them through the dishwasher, bring them back. I thought they weren't doing that until one night our alarm went off. I came back and I had closed up. I had turned all the lights off. I had locked everything up. I returned all the lights were on in the entire building and when I came back here the toys were everywhere. Since then when we have had OKPRI this is the room that they get the most activity out of. OKPRI stands for Oklahoma Paranormal Research and Investigations and we'll return to them shortly. First I wanted to know if Kim had experienced ghostly happenings elsewhere in her life. I would say yes, I've always had no problem believing it, but I didn't think that was what was going on here. You know, when you think of paranormal activity, I think you think of something a little more spooky or sinister than toys being on the floor. But, as it turns out, it can look just like that. Okay, so this is one of the haunted back rooms, so let's go on and show me more of the restaurant. All right. Originally, where these rooms are, were at one time a funeral home, a slaughterhouse. It was a number of things, but Stuffle Beans built the grocery store. Okay, so Kendall's is basically on the site of what used to be a number of different buildings, and it's all incorporated into one building now. Yes, it's easy to get lost and get scared. (laughs) (laughs) Not for me, but for everybody else. Yeah, don't leave me on my own. (laughs) Well, and it's dark in here when the lights are out, I can promise you. After the tour, Kim and I returned to the kids' room to chat. No tipping my water over, please. (laughs) (laughs) It's good to ask them. Please. I, I constantly ask them and talk to them. I commented to Kim that I found the idea of ghosts being around me scary, but she didn't feel the same. I did not find it scary. I'd find myself kind of protective of them, and they protect me also. What do you mean when you say they protect you? I don't really have a good answer for that, but I will tell you a story where they helped me. About a year ago, I was in here by myself, and I had the food in the oven. I remembered that I had forgotten something at the store. While I was at the store, I realized I had left the food in the oven, and there was no possible way it wasn't going to burn up. The whole way home, I'm thinking, what am I going to do? I'm going to have to redo this. I don't have time. I walk in, and the oven doors are both standing wide open and the food is fine. Someone had opened the oven doors, which are extremely heavy. They're commercial ovens. There was no one in the building except for me, so I just said thank you very much. And there's no way you could have got 
mixed up about whether you'd left the oven on or the doors shut? Absolutely not. And there's no way I would have left those doors standing open like that with food in it. No, there's no way. It was an absolute gift. Dee and I often say that they help me and they don't help him. (laughs) (laughs) You can ask him about that. that. (laughs) I was getting brewed iced tea started. Here's Dee Downer. Moved an urn over, started another one, went off, came back in, and both of the spouts were open and it was just pouring into the floor. And I'm like, well, it's nice that they're helping you, but man, they're making my life hard. (laughs) It's like, golly. But after things like that, you know, you're just like, well, I guess we're here with with other things going on. Dee and Kim are by no means the only ones to have experienced odd goings on at the restaurant. My name is Peyton Allen. I worked at Kindles for about five years, and there's a couple times whenever I was closing that I would be sweeping. Back then, we would have silverware already set in our little packages. I would set all of those out after I was done sweeping and there was one time I was going to dump my like dirty pan and I came back and like there was about four tables where the silverware had just like completely flown off the table. There would be a lot of times where I would like hear my name being called like randomly. It would be like a whisper like in your ear. They would also like dump the pepper over just like goofy stuff a kid would do when they're bored. The only one that I've experienced in front of you would be whenever they're tugging the back of your shirt, which is why I think that one of them has to be a kiddo because they're trying to get your attention, you know, but they're short, so that's where they would tug. My name is Michelle Goad, and I was a friend of Kim's daughter when we were kids, and I myself had been sitting in the back, and I saw a man. I kept hearing him over and over just counting kind of quietly underneath his breath. And there was a lady that I saw walking through towards the kitchen area, and she was dressed kind of all in black, and she didn't look like a regular person. In a way, she was almost see-through. She was just kind of walking through the kitchen area, and I knew she wasn't supposed to be there. I had mentioned it, and everyone ignored it. Have you experienced paranormal activity elsewhere? No. Is it something you're able to accept? No. (laughs) (laughs) I am really still just taken aback a little bit. And they say that children's minds are just more open. And I'm wondering if that had to do with why I had the experience. But I've never been able to, like, fully digest that, yes, this really happened. (laughs) That Michelle now believes that the old man and the woman in black that she saw as a child were ghosts. It's down to the work of OKPRI. My name is Christy Clark Powell, and I am the founder and director of Oklahoma Paranormal Research and Investigations. Our group has investigated hundreds of places throughout the years, and there are many places that we have gone to that we do not find anything at all. My name is Catherine Wickham. I'm the historian and an investigator with OKPRI. We try to disprove first. We'd have devices that help measure if there's electrical problems in the building. We came in with our equipment and an open mind and uh, just spent time in each of the rooms, recorded some audio and documented our personal experiences. Our audio recorders were actually able to pick up several EVPs, which stands for Electronic Voice Phenomenon or Voices of the Dead. We had a couple of our members who were touched physically 
just kind of that creepy feeling of also being watched when no one else was around. So we do feel like there is something going on at Kindles. I'm a skeptic, but I've had a few experiences in several of our locations that I just can't explain. And one of them happened at Kendall's restaurant. We were making coffee, we were taking a break, and my back was to an area where I heard a really loud metal. Sounded like something round that fell on the floor, and I have audio of that. Whoa. After it had happened, we were looking everywhere for the source. Nothing was on the floor, nothing was out of place, there was nothing metal in the area. And so that was one of my experiences. There were a couple of uh, really pronounced figures there at Kendall's. Christy is a medium and told me that she was able to pick up on stuff even without the equipment. One of them was the banker. Remember that old man Michelle Goad saw as a child? He was in a pinstripe suit and had this little derby hat. His name was Theodore. And he was asking me about this bank. Where's the bank? And I told him I didn't know. I do believe with him that he was this owner of the bank across the street. Uh, there is a little girl that is seen there. Now think back to that kiddo that Peyton Allen described. She followed us around a lot and didn't say a whole lot about herself. Wanted to play and we would catch her like giggling and we did get her recorded on audio. So this is one of the EVPs that Christy mentioned earlier. It's faint and you won't hear it if you've got anything else going on. But when I listened closely, I could pick up the sound of someone saying the word play. Then another one of the characters was this woman. She had told me her name was Margaret. Again, Michelle Goad introduced us to this character earlier. She was dressed in all black and she was very pale. Sometimes when I see spirits, I'll also see little visions of their life. And there was some sort of rejection or something that happened with her relationship. I saw her very upset and I seen her weeping. I seen her collect oleander leaves and she had put them together with her food and she had consumed that, which led to her death. Leslie, she's not part of our team, but she was a guest with us that night to help sense the spirit that was there. Leslie was picking up on Margaret. And at one point she asked her, Margaret, can you hear me? And then you can hear a whisper, yes. This is the faintest of all the EVPs that were shared with me, but I could still just about make it out. Margaret, can you hear me? I won't take your picture if you'll come talk to me. Now, I don't consider myself a skeptic or a believer. I simply don't think much about the paranormal. But now I was intrigued. Why, I asked Christy, did she think that spirits would stick around? Once they have passed, there are some who choose not to cross over for the various reasons, and those are the ones that we call earthbound spirits. Maybe they were religious. They've been taught about a fiery hell all their life, so they're scared. Or maybe it's because they still have loved ones here who are mourning them and they feel like they're needed. They could have died tragically, and so they're confused. They still feel like they are, you know, they're here physically in this form. There's just a variety of different reasons why they're here. Yeah, I feel really bothered by this idea of Margaret because, you know, most human beings have had some kind of unhappy breakup, but to be still dwelling on it, you know, beyond, 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 that's awful. In the case of Margaret, this is where she needs to find her peace and happiness and cross over. But until she's able to see that fully, she'll kind of stay in her own state of miserableness. And that's where it kind of takes someone special to be able to reach her. I have tried, and she's not really willing to listen or to make that change. 
What you guys drinking? Sweet tea, please. The idea of these various spirits lingering on at Kendall's is something that Kim Locke has also thought about. You know, I've prayed and we've had ceremonies that, you know, if there is release for them to leave, I assume that they like it. I assume that they're attached to this building. I don't know. Who knows? I may stay whenever I go. And she has deep appreciation for the spirit she feels around her. I don't know about you, but I've lost a lot of people that I love. And I don't believe that they're walking around in here, although they might be. But I do know that there is a connection to whatever happens after this. And that is comforting. That is beyond comforting. And I'm going to respect them and be grateful that I get to share their space. I do love Kim's way of looking at these things. Anyway, that brings this episode of How Curious to a close. The show is a production of KGOU Public Radio. It's produced by me, Rachel Hopkin, and the editor is Logan Layden. David Gray composed our theme music, and special thanks to Jeff Provine and Denise Clear. If you have an Oklahoma-related question, please email us at curious at kgou.org. Race might be a hot topic right now, but for so many of us, talking about race is nothing new. On the Code Switch podcast from NPR, we go beyond the headlines and we go deep. Listen now. <laughs>